his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is on vacation today. We are joined by Sonoma State political scientist, Dr. David McEwen. All this week on the State of California, we have examined some of the changes in play for 2023 as we look back in the year of politics in 2022. There have been many challenges and many changes, especially as the effect of term limits in Sacramento begins to take shape. And we see changes in leadership with committee chairs and the players and actors affecting state politics. The shifting elements of influence take greater shape when the legislature returns next Wednesday, January 4th. We see new leaders and new office holders emerging at the pivotal time for California at all levels of state government. Professor McEwen, good afternoon. What changes did we see coming out of the shift of seats in Sacramento and with the legislature? Well, good afternoon, Brett and Patty. And as we look at forward to the legislature coming back next week, there's a number of elements that are happening. First, legislative term limits, uh, the maximum that you can serve, really begins to hit in the next cycle, 2024, 2026. So there's a lot of shifting that's going on. You will see a new Assembly Speaker at the end of June this year, uh, from down from the Central Coast, Robert Rivas. The current Speaker is termed out, Anthony Rendon, in 2024. Tony Atkins, the leader of the State Senate. She's termed out in 2024. So the Assembly's moving faster, the Senate's moving slower, and in the whole time, we have a whole new set of members coming in that could affect the balance of leadership. So today's guest is someone who pays attention to Sacramento, what's happening in the Valley, and can enlighten us as to what's coming next as well in the state legislature. We're going to bring that guest on right now. We're going to turn to the KCBS Ring Central Newsline and speak with Mark Kepler, Professor of Public Affairs and Executive Director of the Maddie Institute at Fresno State University. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. In your view, how is the environment changing in Sacramento? What do you think the legislature is going to set as priorities? Well, I think the first thing, well, first of all, thank you for having me um, and season's greetings to, to you and, and your listeners you know, I think that the big issue uh, next year is going to be the budget. Um, that's going to impact everything that, that's going on in Sacramento because, you know, in the past we've been looking at these you know, relatively large surpluses. Um, now, next year, there's projected $24 billion deficit, and that's going to impact what the legislature can do. Thank you for joining us. As we look at kind of the environments of Sacramento and Washington, D.C., you know, you know, they're so different. And You're an expert on the politics of the Central Valley. We look at kind of stand back for a moment and think about Kevin McCarthy coming in Mm -hmm. next week in Washington, D.C. Are there things we can remember from the politics of the Valley that could help him in navigating the the roiling waters of D.C.? Well, you know, it it used to be that there's something in the Valley they refer to as as Valleycrats, kind of a a moderate, moderate Democrat or even a moderate Republican. Uh, Those are kind of uh, a rare breed these days. Uh, We did see the Valley was kind of interesting in the last election cycle. Was frankly how well the Republicans did do. They um, Adam Gray uh, was uh, beaten by John Duarte, a Republican up north, and then uh, down south, 
uh, Valadeo, uh, Congressman Valadeo, uh, overcame a challenge by Louis Salas. Uh, so Republicans are actually quite strong in the Valley, uh, which is probably not a surprise to your listeners. Did you call them Valley Cracks? Valley Crats. Crafts, C-R-A-F-T-S? C-R-A-T-S, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I've never heard of that term, but that's really interesting. Let's look at the uh, recall attempt for Gavin, uh, Governor Gavin Newsom. They've been, uh, he has been so successful at managing not only his re-election, but also in raising his national profile. Do you expect that to continue or even grow in, the, in next year? Well, I think, you know, next year for Newsom, he's really going to be dealing with, like I said, a, a budget, potentially a budget deficit. So I think the focus is going to be more on implementing and showing results of some of the programs that he's already put in place. I don't think there's going to be a lot of new stuff uh, happening uh, because, frankly, there isn't money for it. There's going to be a pushback, of course, from the legislature. They're going to want to add, expand programs or add new programs. But I think he's got to show the rest of the nation. He's got to overcome that narrative of, you know, Bay Area liberal. Um, he has to overcome that nationally by showing he's a, a fiscally prudent uh, steward of the state's resources. I want to go back to Kevin McCarthy because I'm fascinated to know what you think, uh, how he's going to perform as speaker, and if you think he's going to be able to hold on to the job for long. Um, it's going to be extremely difficult because of the very, very uh, close margins in the House um, and the, the, the relatively loud or vocal um, right wing of, of the Republican Party, I think he's going to be a very weak speaker. Um, and if, if he even gets it. Uh, so there's even a question whether that's going to happen. It's, it's not a foregone conclusion by, by any means. Mark, as you think about the Valley and, and Democrats changing in terms of generational divide and Republicans changing, well, where do you see the parties headed in California for their relevance? Are Republicans going to double down on the Valley, Democrats on the cities and the coasts? And does that affect kind of politics moving forward in California, especially if that budget surplus disappears and we head into some type of deficit spending? That, that's probably a pretty good uh, analysis of what's going to happen. The Republicans are fairly strong in the Valley. I mean, you know, uh, Congressman Valadeo actually voted to impeach uh, President Trump. So maybe and, and uh, Congressman-elect Duarte up north um, has indicated a little bit more moderate stance. He's not typically from the MAGA crowd. So maybe you're going to see more of a, a more of a moderate Republican uh, coming out of the Valley. Uh, then they're going to maintain some kind of strength uh, in the Valley going forward. The problem for the, with the Republican Party, obviously, statewide is they just can't get someone elected statewide. Uh, they just don't have the registration numbers. And even when they put up strong candidates um, that are well-funded, they just can't get over the R next to their name. On that note, the shrinking Republican Party in the state of California, where are the pathways forward for the GOP in California to return to relevance in the state at a regional level, too? Uh, they got to they have to rebrand. Um, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger said it years ago, right there. They're not doing well at the box office, and and if you if you're not doing well, probably you might want to change strategies. And one of the ways the Republicans could probably be successful is maybe on some of the social issues, uh, family issues, those kinds of things uh, might attract, and, and and probably crime going forward are going to probably attract would attract some voters. But they can't be as strident on some of the social issues. It just doesn't fit uh, the California electorate. No, Mark, as we look at, you know, what happened in the Los Angeles mayor's race and, and how uh, a moderate uh, candidate, Caruso, was able to kind of battle Karen Bass, do you think that type of pathway is the way forward for Republicans uh, throughout the state, or are they just continue going to be locked out from statewide offices they haven't held since 2006? 
I think the answer is yes. Um, the only way the Republicans really have influence in the policy these days, it seems, either through the courts, um, through litigation, or through uh, the, the ballot to propositions um, and getting things p- placed on the ballot that way. They really don't have much influence at all in the state legislature. And so if they ever want to come back to prominence, and I'm sure they do, what they're going to have to do is moderate their tone, uh, present issues, social issues that are more in line with the California electorate. Uh, you know, And uh, otherwise, they're going to be out of power for the foreseeable future. And if you, t- if you take a look at redistricting, too, that's another problem for Republicans. The, the districts have become less friendly for Republicans, at least for the next decade. So they've got some, some, a steep hill to climb in the state. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Our guest has been Mark Kepler. He's professor of public affairs and executive director of the Maddie Institute at Fresno State University. And a big thank you to Dr. David McEwen. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It is also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.